Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today we have special guest Tiffany Ray. Tiffany Ray is CEO and founder of Woodstock Strings. Tiffany was part of some really cool ensembles. She was part of the Classy Chicks Trio, violist and violinist, part of her high school member of the Atlanta Symphony Youth Orchestra. She was part of the accompanying artists and ensembles with people such as Michael Buble. That's right, I said it, Michael Buble, Rod Stewart, David Crowder Band, Passion Conference, and guys, hold on to your seats, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh my gosh. Tiffany has over 15 years of experience teaching private violin and viola lessons and group ensembles. In this episode, we talk about how homeschooling gives your kids the opportunity to pursue their passions. Also, how Tiffany has been able to get more performing opportunities for her homeschool students. And lastly, we talk about how homeschooling families often have younger siblings watching and attending the lessons of older siblings. Why this is important? So Tiffany teaches a method called Suzuki, where they teach music a little differently. When a child is listening long enough and they finally get their start, they tend to progress very quickly because their ears have already been listening to the music they are about to learn. And with homeschooling, students can be as dedicated as they want and they have as much time as they need to practice. The two coming together tend to breed a beautiful opportunity for musicianship. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not gonna wanna miss what Tiffany has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Tiffany, say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Hi. Um, yeah. So I think that the the one of the biggest misconceptions of homeschooling is that um, the kids are sheltered. Uh, the students don't, you know, get out into society and have friends. And, um, you know, being homeschooled myself growing up, um, you know, we were part of several different co-op groups and we were part of um, sports teams and also um, you know I'm a musician I play violin so I was able to pursue music and actually very easily because I had a lot of extra time because uh, you know homeschooling you you get your work done and then you have um, you have free time so yeah I love how modest you are you're like I'm a musician <laughs> right yes <laughs> Yeah, right. You're so much more than that. Like, holy cow, you have so many things under your belt and like just so many experiences that you have had. And probably because you've had the opportunity to really hone in your your interest and hone in your craft. So before we even get into like your your what you do for the homeschool community, can we just talk about you really quick? <laughs> like, tell okay. us about <laughs> you and, you know, where you started and the things that you've done, the people you've met and how you've been able to in actually incorporate that into, you know, with your students and have them meet some pretty 
important people. Like you got some stuff, girl. You're not just a musician. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I always tell my young students too, because, you know, I do have all these stories of playing cool places and I, you know, I tell them, Hey, music takes you really cool places. Like it's awesome. Um, yeah. So I started um, lessons when I was eight years old and I started with the Suzuki method and then I played all through high school, you know, taking private lessons the whole time and um, joining orchestras in, in high school. And then um, in college, I went and got my undergrad, my bachelor's degree in music performance. And yeah, I mean, I've pretty much been performing all my life. Like my first wedding job I had, I remember I was 12 years old. <laughs> you know, I was so like, surprised that someone was paying me money to play my violin. I mean, it was like the best feeling ever at <laughs> 12, but it, you know, it was like a wedding gig. It was like a wedding rehearsal dinner that we, I played with my quartet. So it's so cool. Um, yeah. And so I, you know, I've been playing ever since and performing, but um, yeah, I mean, it's taken me even internationally. Like I was able to go to Cuba um, and perform. Wow yeah, perform for the American troops over there um, for the 4th of July. That was an experience. That was, that was really cool. I, uh, wow. I play fiddle too. And I went with a, um, a country artist over there and we were performing for the troops over there. It was really cool. You know, you mentioned, um, you know, I played with some famous people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I played with Rod Stewart, which is a really cool concert. I will always remember that. Um, and he was so nice. Um, it was such a big crowd um, to play for. And then I played with Michael Buble. And that was fun. Um, Michael Buble's band is just like made up of incredible musicians. I mean, musicians, you'd be like, I was just blown away by their talent. And then what else? We, I actually, so Charlie Daniels came to Woodstock. And through connections, through local friends and stuff, I was able to go backstage and meet him and actually bring a bunch of my students to, um, to come backstage and meet Charlie Daniels, which was a really cool experience, especially for me. You know, some of my young students, they were like, who is that? But their parents were like, oh my gosh, Charlie Daniels, this is amazing. But yeah, I mean, music has just been you know, my life and it's just taken me so many cool places and, you know, I'm able to, you know, tell this to my students and tell them how cool music can be. And yeah, so it's, it's been awesome. And you teach, um, you teach, you teach string instruments, right? Is that, those are the, yes, yes. I teach, I personally teach violin and viola. Um, and then at my school at Woodstock Strings, we also have a cello teacher too. That is so cool. My brother used to play cello. He played um, uh, bass cello. My brother okay. used to play bass cello because my dad taught him. My dad used to play all percussion. All of his instruments were percussion instruments. So he, I remember going into my dad's music room and you'd find a harp, xylo, drums, guida. So we're Puerto Rican. So Hi. the guida is, yeah. Yes. So the guida, he would play, um, uh, all different types of string instruments. Like he had gu acoustic guitar. My brother ended up learning the bass, um, the bass cello uh, that it was like tall, 
and thin and and his was electric so he had an electric bass cello it was really cool it was red never forget it. oh my gosh yeah wow. yeah and I used to always like jam out in the xylophone in, in my dad's room and all that stuff and the harp oh my gosh the harp the harp was my was oh my gosh I would envision myself like just like playing yes. you know like I was an some angel, kind of an angel. Yes, that's exactly what I would think of. Yes. I was an angel playing the I harp. Love it. <laughs> so yeah, and um, so I really, I really always loved music. And my mom, as I was growing up, um, when I would study, she would play classical. So I always listened to Mozart and you know all the Bach. And she always had me pl just playing in the background. It wasn't like something that I had to learn, but I, I really grew to love classical music. I was the chick with the little red sports car and I had classical music playing inside. Like that yeah, was my life. You know it. what I mean? It wasn't like, it. yeah, it wasn't like heavy metal or anything like that. It was like, you'd walk in my car and you'd be like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> I love That's this awesome. stuff. So, you know, you talked about a Suzuki method and I, you know, after looking at your website and I saw that I had to really just do some investigation and find out more about the Suzuki method. And it's super fascinating. It really, really is. Can you explain to our listeners what the Suzuki method is and the benefit of this type of teaching style? Yeah, of course. So uh, the Suzuki method was created um, by a man in, J in Japan. His name was Sanichi Suzuki. And um during World War II, he had to um, move over to Germany. And so he all of a sudden had to like learn the German language. And, you know, he was already an adult, um, a young adult. And all these Japanese kids, you know, came over there too. And they were also having to learn. And they were just like picking up German like crazy, like super easy. And he was like, man, okay. So these kids are just getting this easy, this German language so easily at a young age because they're just hearing it. You know, they're not trying to study it like I, like he was, they're just like hearing it and going with it. So it's, it's like, you know, us learning our mother language, you know, we just hear it from birth. Like we're always hearing our, our parents speak. And then like, you just naturally, it just naturally happens. Um, so he was, he was a musician. He was a violin player at the time. And he realized, Hey, you know, we've been teaching kids starting at, you know, 10, 12 years old. That was kind of the norm to start them at that age. But he was like, kids can start learning way younger than we think. Um, so his whole idea with, was with a method was to start kids at a young age, um, learning by ear. So the whole Suzuki method is founded on that where, um, the student, instead of, you know, learning to read music first, they'll learn by ear. So, you know, the whole method is set up where you listen to these recordings daily, so much so that like your parents are walking around the house humming them, you know, like dad, dad's off to work, you know, humming, you know, twinkle, twinkle, little star, go talent roadie or whatever. And so in turn, the kids are like internalizing these songs and um, they can actually sing the songs before they learn them with their teacher. Anyway, that's, you know, that's the idea behind it. So the benefit of this is that you actually are learning the instrument so much better than you would if you had the instrument put in your hands and then music placed in front of you. And immediately you're just trying to learn to read, right? So 
you're not focusing on the technique, you're not focusing on how to play the instrument, you're just focusing on learning the notes. So with the Suzuki method, you're really learning how to play the instrument from the very beginning. So like you're focusing on a good bow hold, a good you know technique holding your violin, and you focus so much on sound and tone, even with like a four-year-old, you know, you're having them develop their ear by listening and saying, okay, well, um, how did that sound to you? You know, let's try it again. Let's try it, you know, make it a smoother sound or um, let's get a bigger sound. And so from the very beginning, these young kids are training their ear and they're learning intonation. They're learning good tone. You know, they're learning how to play their instrument really, really, really well from the very beginning. And then, of course, later on, the music reading comes into play when they're set up correctly, when the kid's old enough, when they can, you know, handle reading. That's why such a big advocate for the, the method is because it works so well. And these students, you get, I mean, they start playing so well and you get just really good quality players from this method. Yeah, and I read a little bit about um, the, Mr. Suzuki would also have the parents learning at the same time with them. So that way they were... Yeah, so I love that part too. So if you think about this, when a child is learning their mother tongue, they're learning it from their parents in the home, right? So it yeah, it's the, the same mindset where the parent is actually the teacher at home. Um, so yeah. We, part of it is teaching the parent how to teach the, the child at home. So, um, yeah, the parents um, are required to practice with the students at home, um, especially the young students. You know, once the students start getting older and they can practice on their own, you know, we transition into that. But, you know, four and five in, in um, younger kids, the parents are actually modeling what the teacher is doing in the lesson and they're doing it at home daily. So the kids are actually learning this language of music from their parents, which is really cool. That is so cool. And, and you know what, what I, what's even cooler about that is, you know how so many kids have like these learning challenges or, you know, maybe gifted kids who have, you know, 2E and all these, there's just so many different types of learning varieties now that I, I just can't remember them all. But, you know, we, when we're able to have the parent learn, right? It's like they become this mediator and they become also like the the support, the support for the kid to be able to to maneuver through it. And sometimes I know for me as a teacher that I have to do it first. Like I need to go first. Every time I do a lesson that I've not done before, I have to do it first. I have to first see what it looks like. I have to see what 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 kinks can come come through and what I can smooth out you know there may be some more things later on if the kids might find something else but the truth is i've done a lot of the back work and i'm and i'm i'm there with them now i'm actually learning it with them so i just think that's such a great method to also help parents teach their children as well because that is you know a lot of parents are always like well i don't know this i don't know how to do that and i always I always feel like saying, well, your kid doesn't know it either <laughs> and they're learning it for the first time. So like never let that be in a reason why you're not going to do something. Well, I've never learned it. Now is your time, you know, and let's do this together with your children. So how, how have, um, how have your, how have the parents, uh, like, what, have there been like any testimonies, like what they've said about it? Like their thoughts on learning it with their kids? Yeah. You know, of course you have, um, 
you know, both sides of the, of the spectrum there, but, um, we do encourage parents to, you know, take time and do this, but you know, sometimes it's not, it's, it's actually harder because of schedule, but I do have one parent right now and she, um, her daughter is my three-year-old student that I have right now and they it. just started and her mom used to be, I think she was like a vocal major. So she, she's very familiar with music, but from the vocal standpoint. And so she told me the other day, you know, she was like, I'm so excited to start doing this because I know like how involved I'm going to be. And, you know, I, I know the vocal side of music, but I'm really just, you know, excited to learn like the string, you know, the violin and the string side of music. And um, so she was like super excited you know, now that we're starting lessons and stuff. So um, to me as a teacher, that's encouraging too. Cause I'm like, um, this is great. She's like on board, you know, she's gonna, she's excited to do it with her daughter. And then, it, you know, that's also gonna help her daughter too. So another thing I love with the parents being involved is like the kids see how important it is. The students see how important it is. And if, you know, the mom or dad is on the same page and they're going in home and practicing, and encouraging, you know, in the lesson, we try to model like encouragement and like really um, like a safe space to be and for the child, just a really positive atmosphere. So at home, we're hoping, you know, that's also happening too. So you're really trying to create like a really positive environment in the lesson and at home. And so hopefully, you know, that's translating when, when they go home and practice. So, yeah, you know, one thing, uh, I've realized is when a parent is involved with their children's education, like involved, not micromanaging, there's a real huge difference between, did you get your stuff done? Why aren't you doing this? So did, you know, that's, that's not being involved. I, 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 I can, I can feel like some parents might be like, oh, that's, in, that, that's being involved. Like, like, no, that's just being, that's not being involved. Being involved would be actually sitting down and actually doing the work with your kid. Hey, let's look at you, what your math is and let's let's go through this math together. That's being involved. When I notice that the students have parents who are involved with their work, we have a completely different student. The student is way brighter. And, be, and I believe it's because of that confidence, like you're saying, they're confident now. They have a confidence in, in what they're doing and they know they have support. And oh my gosh, now if mom and dad are learning an, a string instrument with me and we're both kind of like struggling through the same thing and we're trying to learn the same thing, you know, there comes a point where, that, where the kid might even be the teacher for a second, you know what I mean? And be like, oh, well, this is how I do it, you know, when they get of age. And that really builds bonds. And I I just want parents, I want you guys to hear this, like, don't miss your opportunity to build a bond with your child. Like these are, these are moments that you're not going to get back. And yes, you'll have other opportunities, but why miss out when you can have it now? Do you know what I mean? Why miss out on any opportunity? We don't get a lot of them. And when we do get them, why not take advantage of that time where you can build a memory you can build a bond, you can, you can deepen your relationship. And there just becomes this, this, this unity and this unification that happens within your family. It's amazing. So I want to say as a side note, because I know sometimes, you know, we could be busy, we could be running around doing a lot of things, but you just don't want to miss that moment. You just don't want to miss that moment. They don't, they come, they're far few and in between. They do come, but they're far few and in between. So, but with that, we you know, 
as we're wrapping up, Tiffany, like where can people connect with you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they find your resources? Where can they register for a class? And also, are your classes solely, are they just in person or are they online as well? Or are they both? We are mostly in person. So, you know, because we're locally um, here in Woodstock, Georgia. I mean, we will do online lessons, but it's not, um, I guess it's it's not offered so much because we have, I mean, we have a full load here, you know, all my teachers are completely full. So here locally, so for in-person lessons. So yeah, we haven't really had to branch out to, you know, online lessons, you know, gosh, internationally, I know, you know, that's possible, but yeah, right now we're just locally in person in Woodstock, Georgia. And our website is woodstockstrings.com. You know, I'm also on Facebook as Woodstock Strings, Instagram, the same thing and YouTube. So yeah, we're we're all over the internet. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I will put all of your links in your show notes and everything. So that way people can just, you're a click away. Perfect. Um, so Perfect. as, as we're coming to a close, what is one big takeaway you want to leave with parents today or our listeners? One, one big takeaway you want to leave with our listeners today as we wrap up our conversation. I think the biggest thing I would love for parents to know is how important music is in a student's life. It, it they learn so many things doing music, learning music, emotionally. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit for sure. <laughs> yeah, and there's a great book I highly recommend um, that kind of takes you through the stages of all you know different stages of life and how music helps. It's called the Music Advantage, actually. Oh wow! <laughs> um, I know, right? Yeah, the Music Advantage. It's a great book to read, but there are so many benefits for a student doing music. You know, socially. You know, you can play with groups and you can meet people. You know, our kids here at Woodstock Strings, we have concerts. We just had a concert tonight. We have group classes once a month um, and the kids are getting together and they're meeting each other, you know, and they're talking about, hey, you know, what song are you on? And, you know, the Suzuki method, everybody plays the same thing and we're able to come together and perform together, which is incredible. And then, you know, of course, music, when you do orchestra at school or band at school, kind of have a, a built-in network there of friends. Um, you get to perform. It builds your confidence. It builds your stamina mentally playing music is not easy and once you figure out hey if I practice enough I'll get it you know you build that self-confidence you build that motivation you build that perseverance all of those things in life that have kind of built my character and made me kind of a tough you know like I can get through this I can make it happen that came from music you know um Oh, there's so many benefits. I could just keep going on yeah. and on, but they're um, academic. They're academic benefits too. Like they they learn math better. They are able to learn other subjects easier because of the what the part of their brain that that music is now um, lighting up. There's just yeah. so many. You're right. Cognitively, I mean, my goodness, emotionally, cognitively, I mean, just there. There's a lot. There's a lot. And I do feel, too. I mean, it's, it's just, it encompasses everything. It it's really does. So it really, really does. And I really feel bad that a lot of schools have taken out music because honestly, music will enhance all of the learning and actually make the school look better because the kids will be a little bit, will be smarter. Yes. You know, they'll be that much more advanced. So schools, if you're listening, if you want higher grades, put music back in. 
it back in. That is 100% true. Yes. Uh, it's been awesome talking to you, Tiffany, and just getting to know you and just like hearing about all of your exploits. Yes. <laughs> You've lived a great life and, and so far and you're, and you're so young. So, and it has to do with, you know, being excellent in the thing that you have been able, it's the gift of being homeschooled that you've been able to do that and just really have a lifelong journey yeah, of definitely. things that you love to do. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing your wisdom, sharing all of your experience and your stories. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.